very metal just smelling. Just like smell the cork in one taste. Soak, soak the cork. You you cork soaker. Pull up. I've been uh, soaking the cork all of my life. Fish at. Drink. Sit down. Drink. Stand up. Wait. I did that out of yeah, order. Yeah, no, that's not how it goes at all. Yeah, whatever. Sit down. Wait. Sit down. <laughs> sit down. Wait. Wait. Your wait. Time. Hold on. Stand up. Hold, wait. Sit back. That's the lyrics up. No. Hold up. Do nothing. Uh, You're just doing too much. I need to drink. Do do more. Well, you you got to do more than that. You're just laying there. Do better. Give me the bottle. Give it to me right now. Um, there's a lot of head in this. So, <clears throat> I was listening to. Uh, I think we. I think that's something we should do. Maybe a bit. I don't know. Whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Good to know. Um, whoops. Hello. Are you ready? Yeah, we're going to let that beer sit for a little bit because it's got a lot of head. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. The Elton John classic. What about it? I've never actually listened to it before. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, my God. Who's Elton John? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's a fantastic album yeah I mean I get I mean it's a classic album everybody always says how good it is blah 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 but I mean it's so good I mean it goes by the same principle we always talked about the first three songs are classic songs yep never you can get that trifecta man you got an album that has three tracks on it that are back to back classics you got yourself a classic album well I think on that one there's like a longer intro Right? Yeah, the first song is like 11 minutes long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes into... Uh, then it goes into three classic like, well, yeah, tracks. Well, yeah, Candle in the Wind, then Benny and the Jets. Yeah. Benny! Uh, then, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Those goodbye. are the three. I mean, come Yellow. on. Yeah. Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> exactly. That one? Every single song every, is sung like that. It's just Benny and the Jets. Song is Benny that's, and that's, that's why it's three classic songs. <laughs> like, that's all I got, man. <laughs> what was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Oh. That's not me. Is that you? No. Is that the laptop? That's uh, not my laptop. Yo, mute, mute your shit, B. Yeah. Mine don't make noises like that. Yo, shut your shit. Mmm. The fuck is that, bro? So it sounds like something, metal. Yeah, something's dangling on something else. Anyway. <clears throat> I was just thinking, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of albums that are like classic albums mm-hmm. that I've I don't think I've ever actually sit down and like listen to all the way through. Yeah, you know, like uh, "Wish You Were Here" is another one. Like mm-hmm. I've I've listened to it, but I haven't really sat down and like really taken it in. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I, oh, uh, it's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault. I apologize. Yeah, we know. You the worst. Uh, yeah. Do you have like a list going now? Or? I, I'm. I was thinking about making one. Okay. Making up a list, checking it Change twice. Mm-hmm. I also have Apple Music. I did their free trial to kind of compare them. Oh yeah. It's like three months. How's that title trial? Stupid. <laughs> didn't, didn't do that. Didn't do that. No. Yes, you did. I didn't do it. I didn't pay for that. Yes, you did. Right. Well, it's, on, it's recorded <laughs> <laughs> no no what I'm saying is you know I, no I, I can't I, I got no cop out I didn't fucking do it <laughs> anyway okay hand me that please still had the bottle the bottle still had 
The bottle, not the fucking beer. Dogfish Head. Thank you. 75 Minute IPA. You're welcome. This is myself, Marco Dupa. Included with me is Adam Obesius Rodriguez and Sports with Dave Romero. Oi, oi. Oh, man. Uh, we were in the liquor store and we saw this and was like, that's it. Saw the maple syrup. Dogfish Head 75 Minute IPA. A bottle conditioned Indian Pale Ale. With maple syrup. I'm very excited to try this. Especially since it looks like Groucho Marks in a cowboy shirt on the sure, front Sure, yeah. Is that, is that not what I'm looking <laughs> that's at? That's accurate, yeah. That's not Eugene Levy? He looks uh, like a rockabilly. Yeah. Anyway, this is the One Baron Podcast. Yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> 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 that should be our new theme song. The champion. <laughs> this is the One Beer In Podcast. <laughs> the 1985 Aerobics Championship. Is it good? What? The beer. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet, Mark. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> does it look good enough to drink since yeah, you it does don't know how to pour beers? Drink. Since you're, you're supposed to be the beer sommelier here and don't know how to pour the goddamn beer. I'm upset with you. I'm I'm disappointed not, in you. I'm not from Africa. Mm. <laughs> mm. 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 Thank you. Yeah, you really did put a lot of head in it. Listen, it's not me. Okay, <laughs> not me. Who is it? Who is it then? Groucho Marx. Mm. <laughs> I'm. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. It's a lot of the fizzy bubbly. Anyway, I can't start this podcast without beer in my goddamn gullet. Shut up, David. Shut up. Shut up. You want here? Shut up, Benny. Shut up. Shut up, you fat shits. That's all you get. All right. All right. Drink it. Red Solo Cup Clink. Clack. Clack. Boom. Clack. Do you, do you taste the maple syrup? Squirt it <clears throat> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, right. it's not... It's not bad. Let's but. Uh, let's just we'll save it for the end. <laughs> All right. All right. Gentlemen, how's it going? Not bad. How about you? I'm I'm alright. I'm alright. It's a long fucking week. I know you've had a long week. Oh my week. god. Sure is cold outside. <laughs> that weather <laughs> you out there. Talk about the weather. Because by God we can. No. Good. 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 Uh, just had a good Friday dinner. Yeah, you went to Texas de Brazil. Texas de Brazil. And you said you hadn't gone before, right? No, I've never been. Surprised. Well, yeah. surprised and not surprised at the same time. Well, oh, yeah, because it's so fucking expensive. It's, it's not that expensive. expensive. Oh, he's not going to fucking pay that price for it. not that expensive. I'll go on my oh, birthday. It's, oh, it's I'll, not. It's I'll, go on, I'll go on my birthday. <laughs> I'm going to make my girlfriend pay for it. It's not that expensive. You don't think $50 a plate is expensive? I mean, it's not a not a really a plate because you get like refilling plate. Yeah, I $50, guess $50 for a nice dinner is really not that bad. Really not that bad at all. For one person. Yeah. It's really not. 
You spend over $100 for a dinner. That's a fancy-ass dinner. $50 isn't bad. It's really not. Especially if you, like... Okay, with this, you're not considering that you don't get any drinks or anything with it, but... That's not dinner, then. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're spending $50 on basically, like, one, oh, part, one part of the meal. I see what you're saying. So you're saying if you go out to dinner in total, including drinks... Right. It, and it's $50 a person, that's... That's not reasonable. bad. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Thought you, I thought you were about to... I would say, yeah, I, I would agree with that. That's reasonable. Right. But at Texas Day Brazil, you were paying extra for your drinks. Right, right, right. That's where they get you. <laughs> yeah. So there's more to it. No, that. they get you as soon as you sit down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, I probably didn't eat $50 worth of food. You don't think so? No. Oh, man, I got my money's worth. I was going to say, that's going to be my goal when I yeah. go. That's what you got to do. You just got to keep shoveling that shit into your face until you fucking... So you gotta excuse me, waddle out of there. Yeah, oh, I mean, for for those that don't know, Texas Day yeah. Brazil is a restaurant here in Orlando, Florida, uh, nestled deeply in the tourist trap area. Is it only here? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't sure. there's one in Texas and one in Brazil. Oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> you sit down. It is a fancy buffet for fifty dollars a plate. Yeah, but you ask a stupid question, you get a stupid answer. Marco. Right? True. No. Yeah, anyway, that's yeah, that's true. Uh, it's fifty bucks a plate, but you know they just they give you amazing stuff. I think I had three filet mignons. I mean, honestly, if you're eating that quality of meat, add some lamb chops. Fifty dollars. Yeah. Add some Brazilian sausage. Because if you go to a place and yeah, get yeah. filet mignon, mm-hmm. that'll cost you like what fifteen, maybe twenty dollars, depending yeah. on how big a slice you're getting mm-hmm. or how big a cut of meat. Uh, yeah, slice. a little right. more. Filet mignon is a little, little more expensive. Do you, and, uh, and it's not fish. Do you guys know that? It's not fish. Not filet mignon? No, I'm just kidding, yeah. It's not the mignon fish? It's, yeah. The mignon fish? Do you get any, like, sides with that, too? Or is it just... Yeah, there's, like, a little buffet area full of, like, salads and shit. And yeah. Then, like, they got this really dank mozzarella cheese ball of a sudden. Yeah. Throw them up against the wall and yeah. stick. Mm. Fuck yeah! Dang. And you can just eat them off the wall, bro. About that. Just go in there and put your no, yeah. There's the a little salad bar. Well, it's not. It's salad, but then there's other shit. They got rice and beans. Add them. Yeah, mm. I know you like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they got a little shit to add on there. I okay. mean, the main goal is to shovel your face with as much meat as possible. Oh yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, that's a vegan's nightmare as, over as there. Always. Yeah, well, <laughs> boneyard sitting in my plate, man. <laughs> Disgusting. But yeah, he sat down. And I guess he didn't know what what kind of restaurant he was in, and he just like he sat. Really close to me, and mm. my plate was the only one that you know I wasn't getting up because I wasn't missing anything that was coming by. Yeah, um, he just sat down. He took a look at my plate, and he just like those poor animals. How do you know he's a vegan? Did you talk to him about it? <laughs> what do you mean? How do I know he's a vegan? <laughs> Did he walk up and announce it before he sat down? No, he just sat down with just just the salad, yeah. no meat, just vegetables and everything and then for the rest of the the meal he said it someone else announced it too man so he spent fifty dollars for salad yeah Ooh, that hurts that's yeah, crazy yeah, man. did you ask him i'm always interested when people do drastic things like that with their diets drastic. i mean that's drastic not 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 just like not eating meat but yeah, i'm saying like a vegan diet shit like is that. a radical it's a complete diet. life change that's a yeah and I'm I'm always interested. Is it a moral thing or is it a dietary thing? I think it's usually a moral thing. I th- I think so too. When people like like uh, 
when you were talking about you you you, you saw those those videos that was those, you right we were talking cows. about that yeah. yeah and then you said some stupid shit after that <laughs> what did I, say? I, was, I was buying almond milk and he's like yeah but did you stop to think about all those poor almonds that died <laughs> uh, I just wanted to slap him in the face ah, that's a good joke fuck you it's a good one I don't give a fuck he said it with like a real serious face too mm-hmm. he's like did you ever think of like what am I missing that's I, I, that's a good joke I don't care who you are I don't are. care who you are <laughs> that's a good joke uh, no I didn't uh, bother talking to him okay alright I guess fair enough busy <laughs> busy busy, busy eating all those shoveling animals. your face did you get I, did they have the sausage the, like the sausage links yeah the Brazilian sausage <sighs> slam man mm. yeah mm. fuck yeah if I remembered anything it was those fucking sausages those are bro. pretty good yeah you're right because I never had I never tasted any any sauces like that before yeah yeah, yeah worth it Anyway, this is the one sausage in podcast. This, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to just turn it into a you food could, review. You could podcast. do that on your own time, Adam. Yeah, you can put one sausage in anywhere on your own time. Okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe even right. two. DP sausage Ooh. podcast. Ooh, I, I love getting my sausages in. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So many things happen in the world of what the of fuck the ever world. we talk about of the world, which of is worlds. everything. I mean, the first thing I... I mean, we just, just dive right into the thing that you posted, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Nintendo leak. I didn't read it. You didn't read it? You didn't no. have to. Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's a pretty I mean, simple the, the, story. Yeah, it's, it's real. And so, they talk about... Yeah. T- today, they uh, Nintendo officially announced that they're coming out with, surprise, surprise, another Pokemon game, uh, which has people excited. I think it's like night and day or something No, like that. sun and moon. Sun and moon. Yeah, that's right. Sun and moon. Pokemon! So, um, with that, before they officially announced it, that news <clears throat> leaked uh, from some, you know, unspecified source, right. who also claimed, because that leak was true, also claimed that the NX is going to launch with the, like, an up higher quality version of the new Zelda game coming out for Wii U this year. And apparently, uh, the NX is supposed to come out by end of year. Really? Yeah, that's pretty soon. It's very yeah. soon. Uh-huh. Very soon. So for us not even knowing if it exists or not. Yeah, and even even between you know console generations, yeah, we, yeah. we was in that old. Yeah, it's right. Like, what right. three years old? Yeah, not they, even that. Three, four years. They, old, maybe. They've abandoned that ship though. Yeah, they definitely have. So we did this already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what it should have been the first time. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, Damn yeah. It. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, people are saying that this is exactly what they did uh, with the generation between. Um, the GameCube and the Wii, because uh, they had uh, what was that Zelda game that they are recent? They're just now re-releasing in HD. No, after that, Twilight Princess. Yes, that was that after or before Wind Waker. I forget. I was after. Okay, Twilight Princess. <laughs> Even I knew that. Okay, <laughs> they sips beer incredulously. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> um, so they they did the same thing with Twilight Princess, where they toilet princess, toilet princess, toilet princess. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> They, uh, they, <laughs> I just, I, don't, I, I pictured a, a, a girl whose name is Toilet Princess. And ladies is a really weird word for a man to say in that tone. Ladies. You cannot, you cannot make that word sexy or normal. I walked by two girls at my job and I was like, uh, no, excuse no, me, no. ladies. ladies. And no, I felt you, weird. Yeah. If you end your sentence with ladies. ladies. Yeah, yeah. Anything- you, can, you can start your sentence. You can go, ladies. Right. Okay. No, no, no. That's an excellent point. And if, if you you're a end DJ, the sentence especially. with ladies. It's weird, but you can start it with ladies. Okay, I think same I like thing that. with babies. Babies is weird too. Babies, babies? yeah. What's up, babies? 
<laughs> it's like a room full of babies. Yet you can say babies. Hey, babies. This is my intention here. Babies. I think. Listen, babies. If, if you say yeah, if you say babies, I I imagine just a room full of babies, and you're you're dictating to them. Listen, right. babies. Listen, babies. Look here, babies. But if you say it at the end of the sentence, I just think you're some creepy foreign guy. It's like babies. What's yeah. up, babies? What's up, babies? Yeah, babies. Anyway, yeah. Zelda, beautiful babies. Babies. Yeah, toilet um, princess. Toilet princess. Wow, princess. what a tangent. Hmm. Ladies, um, these are the important things, man. Yeah, right. That's what people tune in for. Mm-hmm. So they're basically doing the same thing they did with Toilet Princess, which is they're going to come out with this game that you can get early on an inferior console, and then they're going to come out with the real version. Basically, I thought all consoles oh, were is, inferior. PC Master So. That's why it said in the article that people were like Wii U owners were upset. Yeah. Because they're not getting the highest quality version of the game. Well, it's not only that, but I mean, they've been waiting for a very long time. Like, mind you, Wii U owners are generally pretty dedicated to the system. Yeah, there's no there's no Zelda for Wii U yet. Oh, yeah. boo-hoo. Other than the HD... Says the guy who's never beaten one. <laughs> don't No, no, I'm not saying the Zelda <laughs> thing. I'm saying don't dedicate to a technology that's basically dead. They're like the Nintendo's not Nintendo doesn't even give a shit about the Wii U. Well, how do you don't dedicate to that? That's not good to say that. Then, so it's then why are you fault. buying a console? Because it's not like they released it and they're like, we're we're not going to really support this, but buy it. Right, right, right. right. It, well, it's it's their fault if they bought it last month. Right, and if, but. And if well, <laughs> even if you're a loyal wii u owner i mean we all three of us own the wii u but right. none of us are fretting over it yeah i mean if they well, never so, make another game for it i still got super smash bros yeah yeah and, and that's the thing like that's I, all it is that's all it is yeah. is a smash, super bros, smash bros machine <laughs> smash and cart like that's all that i really care about in that right. system but that's what I mean, i'm saying don't dedicate to it see but that's that's hard though because some people and mind you like maybe they should have studied a bit more uh, maybe it's just their taste <laughs> But some people only have the money to get one console, and they chose the Wii U. I mean, this is going to be harsh, but they fucked up. Yeah. They fucked up. Congratulations. <laughs> you played Play yourself. yourself. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to save money for a console, you didn't pick one of the two big ones, or even, you know, try to build a rig, or just buy an Alienware or something. But, I mean, on that same note, you can't, like you're saying, play Smash or Kart, and, like, maybe those people really love those games. Nah, you got to make some sacrifices, man. Yeah. You gotta be able to to keep your eye on the tides. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, what if Smash is your game? If Smash is my game, that's yeah. it. That's because there, there are diehard Smash players like that. Oh yeah, no, they're definitely people go to these tur- tournaments and stuff, and they really they dedicate their lives to it. I mean, I get that, but you know, don't. I still just don't. You just, can't. Just you don't. can't dedicate to <laughs> to something like that. You have to know if you're a loyal this Thanksgiving gamer. Don't. <laughs> don't. If you're a loyal gamer, you know that the Wii. Honestly, I don't trust Nintendo yeah. when it comes to anything with the way that they've rolled out their amiibos, with it they with the way that they rolled out their um, GameCube uh, replica controllers, and then the adapters yeah. that were supposed to go with the Smash Bros. game. Everything. Anytime they've ever rolled out anything of note that was cool. It's always been weird or kind of like not trustworthy or you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying like the uh, I get what you, I get what you're saying but I don't think you see you see it and you don't take it as like for the bigger picture where they're sort of they're doing things that people aren't doing 
What do you mean? Like they, no one else is coming out with. Well, granted, nobody else has other controllers, but that's even part of the the charm of the Wii U is that there are different controllers. Right. They don't stick to one thing. <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation have generally had the same controllers yeah. and only one type of controller. Yeah, I get that, and I'm not I'm not shitting on Nintendo as like they're not innovative and they're not doing things that other consoles or other companies aren't doing. I mean, that's why I even bought one because I do respect the company, but. On the same token, if they can't make enough product for their loyal fans or, excuse me, purposefully not make enough product to, you know, drum up passion and and demand for it just to fuck with people. They're still a company, Mark. Their goal is to make money. No, I get that. So why not make enough to sell? Supply and demand. That's, they're they, not supplying the demand. Well, no, they, there's high demand because there's little supply. Yeah, that's what they did for the Wii originally. I, right. Okay. So you you drum up demand for it, but then you never sell it. Then you're not making money. How long did it take for those adapters to come out? I don't know, Mark. How long did the? It, did it took take? like forever. Oh, <laughs> still not out. If for, no, no, no. <laughs> they're out now. But when I first got the Wii U and the Super Smash and Super Smash Bros, I I went to GameStop. I went online. I was looking for it forever. They had so, like Japanese companies were coming out with I, third-party adapters. Can I, can I paint a, a little bit of a bigger picture for you? Paint a picture. So for you, they released the adapters in limited quantities. How desperate were you to get that adapter? Were you there? desperate enough to maybe purchase a controller similar to a GameCube controller that Nintendo already sells? Yeah, Always. that could just plug into your Wii mount. You don't see that as sort of a correlation? But they could have made more money off of the GameCube controller and the adapter. They don't sell GameCube controllers anymore. Yeah, they do. They sell them? Yes. Nintendo. Nintendo sells. This is what I'm saying. They they made a controller specific to Super Smash Bros., which is basically the GameCube controller. But they called it the uh, uh, Fight Pad. And that's... I don't think they made that. They did. They did. Look it up. It's uh, Nintendo. Is it the one you have? No, it's a different one. It's Nintendo licensed. It's their controller. They made it, and then they made an adapter. Adam, it, it's not the ones that have like the character colors. on No, them? not those. I'm so telling you, how it's did a that different company one. get the right to do that? They went through and Nintendo. You're, you're, Nintendo gave them the the permission to make those uh-huh. third party and controllers. It's not from Nintendo, it's just licensed for right. Nintendo. But these controllers were made by Nintendo, and then you plug into the Nintendo created adapter, which plugged into the Wii U. So you would make twenty dollars off the adapter, and then another twenty dollars off the controller if you supplied. The demand. Right, and this is specifically for the diehard audience that this doesn't is want any lag in their Right, fight. exactly, because the, the, the fight the third party fight pads, there's that half second lag. And if you're a guy who plays in tournaments, mm, that's that a no go, man. Yeah, you can't have that's, that shit. Uh, you're losing it. Yeah, right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So when you do shit like that, and then remember the um the gold plated uh uh Zelda Wii U or not Wii U uh 3DS or something. One yeah. of those, remember the special edition yeah. one? They made like five of them. <laughs> Like, that kind of shit, I get that they're trying to, like like I said before, they're trying to drum up that passion. I get that. But at some point, you have to go, okay, man, like, I want to give you my money. Just give right. me the opportunity to give, the give you my money because I want the thing that you're selling. I mean, they're notoriously bad with any kind of hardware. Right. I mean, just across the board. So, okay. So, I say that to circle all the way back around uh-huh. to you shouldn't be trusting this Nintendo as a company when it comes to how long they are going to make 
something for that thing that you bought is what I'm saying. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I, mean, I like I wouldn't put my eggs in that basket. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see how NX turns out because I think that Nintendo as a brand and the, the Nintendo that we know it's as ballsy. of right now. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is. really all depends on how NX turns out. Like, there's so much on the line <coughs> with yeah. NX. I feel like the NX could be a Dreamcast if they don't play their cards right. Yeah, you know, or like a, if they play their cards right. No, Dreamcast sold horribly, but it was great. Yeah, but yeah. nobody bought it. Well, that I mean, that's kind of the same thing with what they're dealing with now. I mean, the Wii yeah. U is a good console. Yeah, I, I like it's it. It's fine. I enjoy it, but. I mean, if it would have come out when the Xbox 360 came out, maybe we'd be having a different conversation right now. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, so. It, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. When it comes out, I'll probably buy it depending on the price. Yeah. I mean, we've we've mentioned the rumors on exactly what it is before on this podcast. But just to reiterate, they were saying that it's probably going to have something to do with a mobile functionality alongside a home console so sort of the idea expanded of what the Wii U seemed to be at first glance mm. you know you have that gamepad yeah and I thought it was an actual well that's what everybody thought pad. everybody thought it was a portable pad that you could take wherever you wanted to but I mean it, why wouldn't it be it's such a tease to have the controller that you play the game right. with have a screen on it and not just any screen that mm-hmm. wasn't a Dreamcast screen that was an HD screen that shit looked gorgeous yeah and you can't walk away with it? Well, I mean, not only that, but the fact that you can't even, like, go into a different room with it. Like, barely. You know? Like, I, tried to, I tried to play it while taking a dump. Didn't happen. No, it doesn't work. Did not happen. No. No. So, That's disappointing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I feel like... I, I hope that they've learned their lesson with the Wii U. Because it just didn't work. It was clearly a crash and burn situation that I don't want to see Nintendo back into because that's... I have this strong allegiance to Nintendo deep down, probably more for their software nowadays because they're again their hardware is unreliable. Mm. But nonetheless, like I grew up playing Nintendo, that's, I, that's where my heart is. Yeah, that's where I first started gaming. Mm. So See, I don't feel that thing for Nintendo. I like Nintendo. I love it. Were you a Sega kid? I was. Oh, oh, we've talked now. about this. I was Sega all the way, man. Yeah, that's right. I'm die for Sega. One of those. Die for Sega. Yeah, where are they at now? Dying. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they were like a perfect company, but mm-hmm. they did that thing. Anyway, go play some Vector Man. We'll see about that. Yo, don't try to fucking shit uh, on Vector Man, Vector okay? Man Vector Man cool. was the shit. Yeah. That game was awesome. The game sucked. Fuck you. That game was incredible. Says the guy who's bad at platforms. Uh, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mario's better. <laughs> You're right, though. (laughs) Anyway, so speaking of games, playing games, getting into new games, Mm -hmm. Dave. What's up? I mean, you posted some shit about Super Hot. And after you posted that shit, I read some shit about Super Hot. hot. Fire. Super Hot is real cool. And it looked pretty cool. Break it down for me a little bit because I need a little bit more detail. I'm not entirely sure what I'm looking at. So Super Hot. Is a rapper on YouTube. What? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, that uh, it really you, you, is, could, you could look up super hot yeah. uh, fire. It's pretty, anyway, it's pretty funny. He, <laughs> the first he, video is he pretty battles funny. Chris Rock eventually. Yeah. Um, but anyway, now super hot. The game is, is a uh, enough for the last taste. So don't drink that shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna pass it around like communion? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right, continue, please. Super hot. Super hot. Um, super hot is a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. With a little twist 
It's uh, sort of micro levels, not uh, little, yeah, little micro levels, mini levels, uh, in which just people are trying to kill you with guns and bats. But the twist is the bullets and everybody only move when you move. So it gives you time to stop and assess the situation. Uh If someone shoots at you, you have the opportunity to dodge that bullet, literally. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's really cool is, is, is when you finish the level, all your moves are strung together in one fluid movement so you look like a complete badass mm. when you finish the level so um, pretty much every level starts off the same so you start it off you, you look around you find the enemies or you walk around corners and find the enemies they see you they try to kill you and they give you a lot of stuff in the environment to like grab and throw at them but even those objects don't move unless you move mm. so everything you do advances the time so if you pick up a gun the time it takes you to pick up that gun advances the time. If you shoot a, a bullet, the pulling of the trigger advances the time until you start moving again. Um, but it's, that sounds like um, the one with Jet Li. Yeah, I, I, I said the same thing kind of to Adam. I was yeah. like, "You're like Neo in this game uh, yeah. because you see everything happen. Like you have time to react to it. Yeah. So like there, there's guys with shotguns, and the shotguns are you know it's pellet spray." And you can see that coming, and you just step way out of the way. Yeah. And since it's a shotgun, it takes a little bit for it to reload again. And the gun, you don't, you can't just go boom, 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 boom. It takes time for you for the, like, I guess theoretically the the chamber to come back uh-huh. for the next bullet. So you can't just shoot, 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 and not move. Yeah. So it takes that into account too. Yeah. Well, that's pretty but it's, cool. it's a really fun game. I like it, <laughs> and there's a little bit of a story to it. Um, so you kind of run through. Um, you kind of try to create the perfect run, a la yeah, and hotline if, Miami. If you sort have of, an yeah. awesome run, you have the ability to edit that run and then upload it to uh, like a website. It's called Killstagram. Uh. I think uh, Killstagram. I think something like that. But anyway, it's just a bunch of people just posting like their run, and it's really cool. There's one guy that just jumped over everybody and stabbed them with a, <laughs> a sword. <laughs> And it's really uh, it's it's a feels check it. I was used to. I like that. Yeah, it's a a very minimalist style too. Yeah, like everything's like in it's it's tiles and polygons. Yeah, polygons. Polygons. The bad guys are red. Do you think that adds to the charm, or would yeah, definitely because there's no other game that looks like it. Yeah. So definitely because of that, there's and it's it kind of took me by surprise, like the like the menus and everything, because it looks like an old. Old, 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 like CRT monitor kind of style, where like the everything's text. Mm. You have to type everything in, but uh, yeah, that's part of it. And then they have this weird part where like just I don't know. I don't know enough about the game yet, the story to explain it. But there's just some weird shit that happens, or like the screen gets all warpy and weird. Yeah, and something's going on. There's definitely like something, <clears throat> maybe like a hacker group, or you're on drugs, or something like that. Yeah. You'll see. All right. It's cool. And the second latest game you were playing, which I de- uh, uh, Adam started to kind of explain The Division to me. Mm-hmm. Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah. He R. started R. to kind of... Uh, yeah, right. He started to try to kind of explain it to me a little bit, and it sounded way better than what like I thought. And you said it was like... It reminded you of Destiny. It pretty much is Destiny. And but like better. when you said that, that also interested me too because like p- taking real people, putting them in the real world, but having the same mechanics of a game like Destiny. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Pretty seamless too because uh, oh, okay. So from the beginning, 
the, the division is a Tom Clancy game, but it's not your typical Tom Clancy game. So Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, all that shit. You get hit a couple times, two times, you're dead. Mm. You shoot anybody two times, they're dead. It's not like that. Think of it like Destiny, where you have an enemy who's a certain level, and if your gun is a higher level than that enemy, you'll kill them faster. Yeah. So obviously higher level, you can one-shot someone at, at, at a certain point. But when you start off, when I started off, I was just like, what? I don't under, like, understand why is it taking so long to kill this person. They're like bullet sponges. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the case. Later on, I, I, it clicked, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is... This is like an, an MMORPG kind of. Yeah. It takes a lot. It borrows a lot from MMORPGs, and it borrows a lot from Destiny, too. Okay. Um, but the whole premise of it is it's it's Black Friday in New York City, and a, a terrorist group, I think, releases a virus that pretty much wipes out the entire city. And you are part of a elite response group called The Division, and the city's just going crazy. People are looting and rioting, and there's a bunch of vandals, and those are the people that you're pretty much fighting. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple different factions. I like the way that they did a lot of the um, the concept art. Like, there's a group of like just crazed people that are just trying to save the city, but they're doing it in a very radical way. They're called the Cleaners, yeah. and they burn anybody who they see who is not one of them. Yeah. So, in order to kill the virus, they set it on fire. So they pretty much destroy the city in order to save it. Yeah. Um, and then you have other groups like a militia and a couple mercenaries, but you don't get to see that in the beta. Um, but the coolest part about it is how seamlessly you transition into the multiplayer. Right. So you have like the peaceful, like single player slash multiplayer area where you can see other people playing on the streets and you can run up to them and you can ask them to join your party. You can run off on missions together. So that part is not where it's like in like Destiny because Destiny, you know, you have to jump out, go to a lobby, get them in your in your fire team where you can run together. Yeah. This when you see someone on the street, you could what you literally can wave them down. Yeah. You can ask them for help. They run over, ask them to join your squad. So, you guys so run doing off. doing what Destiny should have done. Yeah, you run off on your mission. Yeah. Uh, together with the with whoever you find, pretty cool. Um, and that's any time in the game. The other thing that I thought was really cool about it is that the the chat, the voice chat, is uh, pretty much just distance based, like proximity, like how close you are to someone uh, dictates if you can hear them or not. Uh, so there's like a, that's, a, <laughs> that's that's a really cool mechanic. Yeah. So there was a part where I was in the in like the competitive multiplayer called the dark zone, uh, and I'm running down an alley. And another guy's running down the alley, like, coming towards me. And then another dude comes behind him that he's playing with, and I stop. And I, like, I raise my gun, and he, he, you can hear him go, hey, hey, watch this guy, watch this guy, watch this guy. And yeah. I'm, we're just, like, watching, or like, walking by each other with our guns pointing at each other. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, I'm not going to shoot you. And he's like, all right, cool. And we just ran, and we never saw each other again for the rest of the game. That's so cool. Be cool. Be cool. Yeah. So it was just him and his other, other dude just, like, waiting for me to like shoot because they didn't want any trouble mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't want no trouble <laughs> I don't want no trouble I was Jackie Chan <laughs> no that's awesome um, but no like there's there's a huge strong RPG element to it You there's a looting element to it where you, where you have to find better loot you gotta find better gear um, it's a little bit more in depth than Destiny where it's like alright you got your you got your exotic gun but you know that's about it now yeah. you can get your you know I only got up to like uh, the rare guns that's all they they don't that's not all they give you but I don't have enough time to play yeah um, you got your rare guns and then you have your attachments and your attachments are also 
rare, legendary, or exotic. You know, mm-hmm. they're not. That's not what it's called, but it's compared mm-hmm. pretty yeah. much gotcha. apples to apples in that aspect. So it's a little bit like that, where you you're you can pick all the attachments to your gun, so you can tweak it however you want. Yeah. Um, same thing with your armor and all that. It's it's more diverse in how you can gear your play style too, yeah. and just just like a destiny like there's no classes but at any time you can switch between the equivalent of love hunter titan and and warlock that's pretty cool so uh it's it's uh the the beta weekend is over yeah and there's no there's nothing else until next week when it actually it comes out on march 8th yeah i'm gonna get that that sounds good (laughs) sorry i missed the beta but it sounds good no i i got it on pc okay well well, okay. Um, you, said, you, you said you said you got it. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got it on PC, so we're not going to be able to find yeah. it. I was pretty sure like you guys weren't going to play or dedicate to us. I was like, I'm just going to get on on computer. Uh, well, you got it for free, though, right? I'm not going to buy it again. Why not? Because I can't transfer <laughs> my character over. Uh, that's true. If I can, maybe I'll think about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. But I didn't tell you about the best part, because the dark zone is the best part. So the dark zone is pretty much just imagine you're like in a city and the deeper into the city you go, the harder it gets. So it's yeah. it's player versus player and then it's also player versus environment. So you could be running down the street and another fire team or a group of guys that's playing is has gone what's called rogue and they're killing other players. And because they've gone rogue, their bounty is higher on their head. The more people they kill the higher it gets. It's like GTA. Yeah. It's like GTA. Yep. So, okay, yeah, I didn't even realize that. They, they borrow from GTA, too. Yeah. Um, but you can hunt down other players, too. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about it is, since it's a more difficult area, loot is much harder to get. So that's the, the coveted part of it. So you can get better loot by going into the dark zone. Mm. But it's player versus player. Mm. So if, if my loot sucks, if I'm getting shitty loot... I can just wait till I find someone else with loot. Yeah. And I can kill them. Just take them out. At any point. That's pretty cool. And I can take their loot. There's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, so, that, I mean... When, yeah, and to get the good. loot, to get it back to your like your base, you have to... It's quote-unquote contaminated because you're in a, a virus-ridden zone. Yeah. Uh, so you have to con- uh, decontaminate it before you can actually use it. So you have to airlift it out. You have to get to extraction points. Yeah. And when you get to the extraction points... Everybody knows that there's a helicopter coming. So they like shoot it down. So if you want to fuck with someone, you just wait till someone calls an extraction point, run up there, just wait for them to start putting it onto the see, helicopter. See, now, now that's my problem. Is that's what makes it fun, people though, People do that shit because, all listen, over GTA and it ruins it. This isn't GTA. This is more, more people think like you than people in GTA. Yeah. So they don't want people to be assholes. Yeah. They want to keep their loot. And they don't want to get fucked with, so they don't do that shit. When an extraction point gets dropped, a lot of people, very rarely did I see someone, which was really cool, because I, when I did see people hunting out, like waiting, I, like, I knew what they were doing immediately. Because yeah. you, when you get loot, you get this big, bright yellow pack on your back. Yeah. And then you would see people come up to the extraction point with nothing. And if you notice that, you, like everybody's guns are drawn on those two people that show, <laughs> that show up. And they're just yeah, waiting yeah, for them to fuck up. Some people just shoot them, just... Yeah. Just because, just to be safe. Yeah. But it's it's really cool, like how tense that those moments get. Because yeah. when you get really good loot, and you're like, I need, I I really want this shit. I'm gonna be pissed if I die. Yeah. Um, it gets very 
very very tense yeah and it's it's a lot of fun so <clears throat> you should you should definitely pick it up i think you'd like it sounds it. like it hmm. i'm excited about that uh, it's pretty good yeah yeah boy you got anything uh do we want to talk a little bit about deadpool since we all seen it well yeah. I did want to talk about that, but I also wanted to talk about the anti-piracy stuff. Oh, yeah. I think that's pretty relevant, especially considering, you know... Uh, Apple backdoor? Well, not just... Not that. Well, that that does make it way more relevant than it would have been. But also just the fact that... I mean, all these games are... Kind of, like, you got, you got this game just for buying something else, right? Yeah, I got a new graphics card. And then they just... By the went, way, my PC is VR-ready. That's exciting. <laughs> so then they just give you like what a download code for this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, <clears throat> that's crazy. And uh, I don't know. What should we go into? Anti piracy. I don't know how long we can riff on that, but go for it. Yeah. Oh, just, okay. Just in case we don't get to Deadpool, we all liked it. So you got to know. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Adam. Yeah. Cool. Thanks a lot. Go watch it. Ooh, did, you, did you see it with Ellie? Yeah. What did she think about it? She liked it a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she did. Okay. Cool. What, you didn't think she would? What kind of movies does she like? Not scary. Rom-coms. Not Not scary scary movies. Rom-coms. Yeah, Yeah, you know. I mean, it was... It's technically a rom com. Yeah, in a way. There's there's a rom com in she there. She likes comedies too, though, and it had a lot of humor in it. So yeah, no, it was it was really funny. Yeah, I think it was funny for anybody as and, long as you can yeah. stomach the violence. Right. I think you can. And actually, she really likes uh, superhero movies too. So. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, the post of Ryan Reynolds? And I think uh, he's going. If you brought any kids to the movie theater, and then he explains like where babies come from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny because I mean it's it's true. He said he didn't have any kids in his theater. Just I, I, I don't remember. I know I had some. You said you didn't have any either? I don't either? remember I thought you had any. one. Oh, okay. No, I, no. I just had younger teens. Yeah, no. That's I had a fucking... I wouldn't call him a toddler. Kid looked at least... <laughs> Toddlish. I'd say eight. <laughs> okay. Eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know... That's what that's what they do. They wait for an opportunity to to start dropping f bombs. <laughs> as soon as you do, soon as they hear an adult drop one, then they go, "Well, mommy said fuck," and it's like, "You don't repeat that." Well, you said it. You said fuck, 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 over and over We're and over. We're in the dark again. zone. <laughs> fuck you, mom. <clears throat> yeah, like you said, suffice to say, good movie. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like, I mean, if you haven't seen it... Yeah, we, we mentioned it. On, that's the only reason I wanted to bring it up, because we mentioned it on the podcast when we saw the preview, or, or you know, heard about it actually coming to fruition. Right, right. Uh, so, everything that we said, basically, that we were hoping it to be, actually came true. Right. You know, it, yeah. it broke the fourth wall the way that we wanted to, in a non-intrusive, stupid way. Yeah. And it was very true. The character rated R, as it should be. Yeah. Movie. Very enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, it... it <clears throat> People saw it who didn't even care about the character, right? So it's it's transcended its original target audience, yeah. So and we can really go into the implications of it. But yeah. the anti the anti piracy stuff, I think, is is a big deal. Okay, let's go into well, that. Then. The only reason I wanted to bring it up was because I wanted to ask how you guys honestly felt about it, because especially for. Somebody like yourself, Dave, who plays PC games, it's obviously much easier for uh, piracy groups mm-hmm. to pirate games 
and you know throw them up there for free. You download them. I'm not saying that you do. I'm just saying allegedly. I do, Adam. <laughs> I don't illegally do that. download games. You don't now, do that ever without paying for them. Nope, nope, not even once. Now my question is, I mean, what? How do you feel about this? Like, what does it do for you as a gamer that companies are starting to get ahead of these organizations? Would First you, off, I think it's. Download a bear? I think huh? it's. Would you, would you download, download a, bear? a bear? You wouldn't download a car. No, <laughs> so stupid. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Like when you, I don't know. I've seen a lot like these. These cracking groups, these forums, um, they are all pretty like geniuses, you know. Like mm-hmm. they take the time out of their life to do these things, and yeah. some of them then they make it their lives. And then you have the opposite end of it, you know, the companies trying to keep them from doing that. I yeah. think it's it's always been interesting to watch how difficult they make it just for them to crack it like almost immediately right mm-hmm. so i think this is cool that like they're actually presenting a challenge for me personally it doesn't really impact me um when i download a game it's legitimately just to try it you know like i don't ever beat those games fully yeah um <clears throat> so even if i do beat those game or not, not beat those games but even if i download it and play it it's more than likely, if I like it, I'm going to buy it legitimately right. because it's more of a hassle and it's a lot more dangerous for my computer to keep bootlegging games because right. you know they could just sneak a virus in there whenever. Right. I've got I've had to wipe my whole drive like multiple times because I, I downloaded something that was bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But honestly, like the games that are pirated are not lost sales because the people that pirate have no intention to buy them anyway. Well, I guess that's that's a good point. That's true. Uh, I mean, I, I. But on the one hand, or, or I mean, on the other hand, it is people who, um, and 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 this goes for like uh, the music industry also. Like people, if if you never had the opportunity to pirate something, you would not everybody, but most people would just buy that thing outright. Just to have it, and then and then listen to it or play it then, and if they didn't like it, they just had to deal with it. That's how it was back in the day. Right, you had to just buy it and go. I hope that it's good. But I, but I think piracy itself is a good and bad thing, and like there's it's a double edged sword because at the same time you're you have people like me that go, all right, well if it's good, I'm going to buy it, but I don't want to I don't want to buy it outright first and then find out that it's shitty. Yeah, you know, and then you have. <clears throat> the other side where people just go, I'm I'm not going to buy that game if I can just get it for free. Yeah, I got to, uh, one game that's out right now that has Denuvo, the new anti-piracy software on it, um, is Just Cause Three. Yeah, you know, and I want to play it, but I don't I don't care that I can't play it right, right now. Like right. it doesn't bother me. Like I'm I'm not fiending for it, and I I never will because it's mm. one of those games I just don't care now, about. I guess the question comes in like once they put this this technology on. They start putting it on big AAA games like Call of Duties and the Battlefields and you know things of that nature, where people can't. And those are the games that they really want to play, and they're not going to be able to pirate them. What is that going to do to the industry itself? I mean, I still don't think there will be an impact because people that don't want to buy it aren't going to. The big games, the big games that I want to play, I buy. Well, I, I think that I think that they piracy. Well, not piracy, but anti-piracy feeds like the quality of the work like if an artist knows or a developer knows that they have to make something that 
if if people don't like it, they they're not gonna they're not gonna pay for it the next time. Then it, it affects the quality of their work. They know now, like before, like like I said, back in the day, you didn't have to worry about a leak or piracy. So you made a product as best as you could because you had those deadlines, you had that X amount of money, and you knew that you had to knock it out of the park this time because the next time they're not gonna buy your product. Yeah, but that was like you said, back in the day when games weren't just, you know, annual releases of the same thing. Well, you know, when the, it's not just, they're not just trying to meet a deadline. So let's push out Assassin's Creed. Right. Uh, syndicate? No, not Syndicate. I think the last one was Syndicate. The one before that, that was all fucked up. Uh, what was it? The one in uh, France, France, right? Yeah. yeah. Revolution or something? Nope. Well, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Whatever. Anyway. anyway, yeah, let's push out that. A Point horrible proven. product that, right. that is broken. Right, you know, and that's that's what it's become. Like, why wouldn't that justify piracy? If you bought that, you just bought a broken game. But if yeah. you pirated it, you would find out that it's broken. But don't you think that part of the reason that they had to do that was the industry that they're working in now, where they have to get something out as fast as possible. They have to get it out before piracy groups can even get to it and try to get people to buy it. I don't see how developing a game faster would stop piracy. I think that's a completely separate issue, honestly. Think like so? I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like I understand David's point in, like, you know, if I planned on buying the game, I'm going to buy it regardless. And if I didn't plan on buying the game and I pirated the game, I was never going to buy that game. However, there's always bleed over with that argument because there are people that, of course, will play the game that would have originally bought it. Maybe they get in, you know, two or three hours of enjoyment from that game, but that's still, you know, 60 bucks, 30 bucks, 20 bucks from this developer's pocket that they're taking right. that they could have had right. if it wasn't for well, that third even, for what? Even, for someone to spend 3 hours of their time in? Well, even even it's if still, it's, it's not even if it's an exploratory thing where they don't know what they're buying but they still bought it, the dev still gets that right. 30, you, 40, you, 60 bucks. You are not you have no right to that content if you didn't pay for it. It's, that's all it is. Yeah. You have absolutely no right to try that game. You have no right to play that game. You have no right to experience that game. It's as simple as that. Like that, in my mind, cut and dry. You don't deserve to play that game unless you pay money for it. Adam, do you buy a car without test driving it? <laughs> I mean, if they want to put out a demo, sure. But that's not the same. They thing. They don't do that. That's not. They, the well, they don't thing. do that anymore because people pirate the game. Why even put a demo I'm out? I'm sure if they put demos out of, of the final product, that piracy would go down. If Maybe. they showed me how Assassin's Creed Syndicate is different from the other five or six that are out yeah. there, then maybe I'd be more interested in it. I think I, think I was mostly taking this from a musician's standpoint. Because if a, if a musician puts a rapper, singer, whatever, they put an album out and it leaks before they can put it out, that's... X amount of people who are not going to buy the album now. Hundreds of thousands of people who enjoyed the album but are not going to buy it. That's right. money out of my, literally out of my pocket now that I am not going to get back because you pirated it and you have it now and you're enjoying it and you love it, but you didn't give that money to me. The now I have to work even harder next time for the studio, or not the studio, I'm sorry, the label to recoup the money that it's going to cost them to produce my next album. Right. Back in the day, you didn't have to worry about that. People were fans of you, and they just bought your album. And if you put out a shitty album, you got bad reviews, and they didn't buy your next album. But 
they, on faith, bought your first album, your second album. As long as you kept putting out good shit, they bought that album. And you used that money to fund your tour. And then the label recouped off the tour. And, off, you know, they took like a 80% cut off the album yeah, sales. Yeah. You know, they recouped their money back. And, you know, the fucking system worked. You know, I mean, I guess artists still got bent over a lot. But that's another conversation. The point right. is, piracy... When it comes to the music industry, I think there's no I don't I don't see the positive in piracy in the music industry. When it comes to the video game industry, I see what you're saying. It, it oops, sorry. You're right. I don't yeah. think a lot of people I, were gonna buy those games in the first place. Because that's it's, why it's the lifespan or the length of the content you're getting. Yeah. Because I can sit down in an hour and listen to an album. Yeah. I right, can, and then you can I be could done listen, with it. I could listen to an album while driving. Yeah. You know, but I can't play a game while driving. Yeah. I can't sit down in an hour and right. get a whole well, feel for a game. That's another thing that bothers me is people who people who will go like they look at the track list thing and go, "There's only ten songs on here. Why am yeah. I going to buy this?" And it's like, did you not understand what it takes to put this thing together? You want eighteen bullshit songs just to make it worth the amount of money that you're right. spending on it? Worth like the twelve bucks. It doesn't even make any fucking sense. Like, I want more songs. You want me to fill this fucking thing up with 20 tracks just so that you feel better about spending your $12, $13. That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Quantity you see over the quality. Same thing. The people's like, it's a dollar per song if it's 12 tracks. Yeah, it's no. like, yeah, but what if it's a classic you album? You see the same thing with indie developers, too, and the lengths of their game. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, with uh, uh, Firewatch, there was this whole big thing, yeah, right? Right. With, with, with uh, the length of the game and people saying... Uh, I mean, I should get my money back. I mean, I, I I spent X amount of dollars, but the game only it only lasted two to three hours. Why should I? Why should I have to spend twenty dollars on this game and it only I only played it a couple hours? Yeah, I don't agree with that. Well, people don't understand the the quality over quantity argument. Like, if this game is incredible and it left a right. lasting mark on you, then yeah, I mean, Firewatch is one of those games that you I would play again. Just, yeah, especially if it first warrants off, repeat plays. First off, because it's freaking gorgeous. Yeah. And, like, the camera that they give you in that game, like, I, I completely neglected it the first time. Yeah. So I want to I want to play it again so I can take some nice pictures and get some nice <laughs> backgrounds. Honestly, right. I, so I can get some yeah. nice backgrounds. The first part of the game, you go to a lake, and you got to stop these chicks from lighting off fireworks. You look up into the sun, and it's just setting. You see the... The God rays coming over the mountain, mm-hmm. and it's freaking gorgeous. Yeah, I took a screenshot of it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, no, but like, I don't know. I think a lot of people misinterpret games like Firewatch because that that wasn't. I don't know what people went in there expecting. You know, like the way that the game opens. What else could you expect? How yeah. long could that game have gone? There are right. parts of the game that you know you draw you into kind of thinking that it's going to be something different but it never develops like that. It has no reason to develop like that mm-hmm. if you're paying attention to the story. But, no, like, when people say Firewatch is a bad game, I'm just like, what What did you expect? Well, they didn't say it's a bad game, just a short game, not yeah, worth but the what money. Did, what did they get out of it? What was it short on? Because it was full of content for me. Literally just length. Right. That's That's and it wasn't even like they're asking 60 bucks for it. Yeah. If yeah. it's three hours, four hours... You're getting the equivalent of a $60 game, nine hours, 10 hours of gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, my, my thing is like, you know, again, I can see, I can see the benefits of having piracy there for the try it before you buy it method. However, I think it's much easier to 
pirate a video game and not feel bad about it later as opposed to pirating a CD where, like, I know that I'm hurting X artist. Mm. You know, like, I have a, a face and a name right. to go to the person that I'm hurting. Now, mind you, it's not just them. It's also the producer. It's also the engineer. It's also everybody else that worked on that project that's hurting from that Yeah, generally. But, like, if I am going to pirate, you know, I don't know, a big game from EA or something... Like, most people won't feel bad about that. Right. At all. It's just a big faceless organization. It's a big faceless organization that people generally hate. But you don't understand that there are human <laughs> beings behind that as well. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I sympathize for a lot of the people that have their games undercut by, you know, an early leak or just a complete release on you know, piracy platforms and stuff. Right. Um, especially indies that need the money to survive. Right. So well, yeah. I mean, if you like the game that you're playing, especially from an indie developer, can right. you imagine the amount of money that you're taking from them if like half the people who enjoyed the game pirated it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that happens every day. Yeah. So and, and that dev's not going to be able to make a second or a third game if like every time they make a good game, right? Somebody pirates it. Yeah. You know. So I, I mean, the the biggest thing I would like to express is that if you enjoy a game, buy it. Even if you pirate it the first time, if, if you enjoy the game, the person that made that game put their blood, sweat, and tears into it, and that's their livelihood. That's their job. Yeah. You know, that's what they do for a living. So, you know, <clears throat> if you want to see more games like that, if you want to see the gaming industry continue to prosper, give them some love, give them some money, give yeah, them support. This kind of goes into the conversation I think we had before about uh, quantifying art. Mm-hmm. And what it means to sell art, and what it means to—I uh, had this conversation with somebody else too, but it doesn't matter. Um, to 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 what it means to what it, what it does to the art form itself when you sell it, mm-hmm. because like you're saying, uh, if you like something and you support something, then support it with your hard-earned money. Um, but it 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 has it. What that does is it it feeds the um, not the desire but I guess the need for an artist to make things to make money mm-hmm. and then it changes their priorities as to why they're making something right you know if there's no money involved you don't make something to make money off of it you just make it mm-hmm. but then you have to ask yourself like well if you're making something and you're putting it out for people shouldn't you get something back for it right or should you do you think that an artist deserves to be paid for something that they decided to do on their own? I decided to paint this picture. Now, if you want it, you have to pay me $500 for it. Well, nobody's forcing you to buy it. That's true. And if you want it, then you got to spend the money for it. Right. So I guess there's that. But to well, say I that, the, that the somebody value, deserves the that value, amount of money. The value of art comes, I think, from not having the ability to make that the oh. vision to make that like Salvador Dali who the hell could think of the shit that he painted right so you're paying for that vision right that that is what that, he wow. sees in his head yeah what do you see in your head not red balloons <laughs> red balloons no yeah no that makes that makes sense that yeah. makes sense what do you think I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, I, that definitely has some some merit to it for sure. But 
then there's of course like artists like Pollock that you know we could make something that looks similar in style. I mean, it's not going to be the same quality as a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah, but but I could throw paint at a wall. Right. <laughs> so it's it. also what I think you see within it that yeah. makes it worth something. So you quantify it. Correct. How you... The buyer of something. For instance, uh, freaking Scarelli that bought the Wu-Tang album. Yeah. Paid Fine. how much for it? $2 million. $2 million. Yeah. You know, for us, we'd pay maybe $10 for an album. Yeah, that's that's how much a Wu-Tang album is for us. Well, that's like um, when when uh, when Radiohead came out with um, In Rainbows on yeah. their website, and they said, right. you exactly. can pay whatever you want for it. What, what do you, you value? How do you value this album? How do you really, what do you really think you should spend on this? And as a social experiment, I think most people spent $10 on it. Yeah, people they, actually. They willingly gave them $10. Yeah, there were some people who put zero, but there was most people actually gave them a legit price for what they think was a good album price. Right. So, yeah, maybe it's just... But then, I mean, industry doesn't allow for that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, a game is going to come out and it's going to be $60. Battlefield, or Battlefront, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Battlefront is a game that I don't think is a $60 game. No. I think it we talked about like it. It's not a $60 game. Yeah. game. But industry calls for it to be a $60 game because right. of what the developers put into it, what the studio backed it. It's the standard. Right. It has to be that amount of money. No matter if it's a digital download or a physical copy, you have to spend that money. Even yeah. though I wouldn't spend that kind of money on it. Right. Besides, some people would. Most people would. It's so pretty well. Yep. So, I don't know. We're not going to... We're in the weeds now. <laughs> I don't think... You don't have any answers at this point. Right. But... We do have an answer for this beer, though. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, this was the... Again... The uh, Dogfish Head 75-minute IPA. Correct. With maple syrup. Does anybody else have stuff at the bottom of their cup? Yes. Okay. I do. And is that... What the fuck? I don't know. Is that like... The yeast. It, I, I don't taste the maple syrup. Does anybody taste the hint of maple? Anything? I got a little bit of it. I, I have a, like a slight aftertone yeah. of it on my tongue. A little bit. It's pretty soft. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's very, very, very light. It's not a... It's a hint... Marco? Yes. What do I think? Yeah. I would give this a four. I was going with four as well. Yeah. It's good. Um, It's not what I was expecting. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. It's a a tad bit too soft. Yeah. They were saying that, you know, on on the label, it's like it's between the 90 minute and the 60 minute. Sometimes the 60 minute isn't enough. Sometimes the 90 minute is too much. But 75 is always good. Right. If it didn't have the mention of the, uh, what is it, the bottle conditioned uh, with maple syrup yeah. mention, I think I wouldn't have been as disappointed as I was. Right. I guess you were anticipating it. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Yeah. So too high of an expectation on that one. But that being said, I, I don't think you can really go wrong with a Dogfish Head IPA. Right. Sticking with a four. Sticking with a four? Yeah, I'm all right. four too. All right. Four is all around. Oops. Unanimous four. Cool. I think that's it. Yep. This has been the One of the Baron Podcast. I am Marco Dupa. You are Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Champion! And you are Drunk Dave Romero. Super hot. Sometimes known as Sports with Dave Romero. Mm. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Always drink delicious beer and have a good evening. Peace. Bye.